everybody. My name is Russ Walsh, and I have my co-host, maybe potential friend someday, Alan. Uh, Perhaps Sunday. And normally, we would be using this time to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog and pizza in our critically acclaimed Sonic the Hedgehog pizza podcast, Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic pizza podcast on the planet. But we kind of wanted to take a moment and talk about a subject that is near and dear to both of us. Um, it's an anniversary, if you will. Mm. And it is a beautiful anniversary that has, um, you know, it's changed our lives. Every year we'll be celebrating it and what it's done for us and the joy it's brought us. And uh, the happiness and smiles it brought on the face of millions and how one individual video game a year ago from now uh, changed everything. Culture, the medium, uh, every, everything. Folks, it's been a year since Balan Wonderworld dropped. Thank you. It'd be hard to say, it'd be hard to find a thing that it didn't change, Russ. I know. It changed me personally. Now I own a Forbes 500 company. You own three houses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we are, um, now we're just, we're adults. We're better people, smarter people. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I read books. You learned how to read. It was great. <laughs> I learned how to read, even though there's no spoken. Well, because the game has no spoken dialogue, so I had to. I was like, "What is this text on the bottom of the screen?" I guess I got to learn how to read. Yeah, you were just you were just uh, interpreting things through body language this entire time. It was really weird. You're right, <laughs> yeah. Casper Hauser. Yeah, exactly. But a Casper Hauser, I'm no more. I'm a friend of Balin. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's what they used to call gay people back in the 1970s. <laughs> I had the hanky coat and sticking out of it was my uh was my checkerboard. What, it, is, what is Balan? It's 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 a hanky code, but the hanky is sticking out of the brim of your big top hat that has your eyes <laughs> that has eyes poking out of it. I everybody thinks I'm a pickup artist. I'm just really into Balan Wonderworld. Wait, it's really fucked up that you know, for such a long time, big crazy top hats were derided by the public because of uh, mystery, the the despicable pickup artist. But now they're back in the limelight because we finally have a great representative of top hat culture. And if you call Balan, Balan from Balan's Wonderworld a pickup artist, yeah, he picks up children and takes them on fantastical adventures. Uh, he picks up big boulders and punches them. <laughs> he, he picks up all of these trophies he made of himself and then distributes them among his action-packed levels with over 80 costumes. Mm -hmm. uh, he picks up these funny dancing animals and spins them around. <laughs> does he i don't uh, probably later uh, on in the game maybe i don't know maybe i don't know if balan gives them their ghost powers if, or if they're a, a illusion or a construct designed by him there's still so much we don't know about balan you know people are going on and on about this uh what is that fucking video game that everybody's talking about elden ring uh no tunic right it's a tunic, tunic. game everybody loves nah i don't i don't give a shit about any of these um all of them are like the lore so deep you gotta read so far into it Motherfucker, I know nothing about Balin, and yet he's my favorite character in all of gaming. You know what I uh, mean? You, you guys are talking about how much you love finding stuff that's like really vague and confusing. Uh, Tower of Tims? <laughs> yeah, I still don't know what the Tower of Tims does. I think it has, like, I think for every second of the Tower of Tims, numbers count up. 
Um, I grow more powerful with it, I guess. Maybe I maybe so. it is just maybe it was a Bitcoin <laughs> miner <laughs> that they used your PS5. Who's to say? Uh, I hope whatever it is, it 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 it, it, it changed everything. You know, I would get into Bitcoin if it made some little uh, little fuzzy guys <laughs> bounce around on like a, a Rube Goldberg machine. Alan, you are we are playing with fire because next week there will be a like NFT Chow Garden. <laughs> God, that's you know what? That's gonna they're gonna do that. They're gonna bring back VMUs just for NFTs. Oh my God, Sega would be the company to do. That too. They're like, look, it was either this or pachinko machines. Which one do you want? Which one? Um, fuck. Anyway, well, there are no NFTs in uh uh, Balan Wonderworld. Uh, yeah, Balan Wonderworld. The only negative NFT there is negativity. Negativity fuck that you know because that's yeah. a game about positivity and changing your outlook and believing in yourself and uh you know being a girl who has servants yeah was it again the girl had servants and the servants were mean to her but really they weren't being mean to her yeah it was, she, she had imposter syndrome i think <laughs> you know like we all are we're all freaking twitter we're all the gifted kid battle wonder world was a game about being a gifted kid you know what i mean yeah i got gifted a bunch of tims I don't know what to do with them except put them in this tower. Yeah. Uh, what else is there to do? Yeah. What else? Uh, and then fucking, uh, and then the guy wanted to go to the circus. What was his thing? He wanted to go to a circus. Yeah. I think he wanted to go to a circus. I mean, who, who can, we can all relate to that, right? No, didn't he, wasn't he going to play in a soccer game or something? Yeah. It was some sport thing. It's just the, the logic and the comp, the complex story details. You think George R. R. Martin of game of Thrones fame wrote this game. Yeah, yeah, this is the the loathsome dung eater. I'm more interested in the man in the storm, the man raging against the storm. <laughs> Jose Gallard, the man who rages against the storm? I'm just thinking of, like, the Elden Ring announcer guy just saying, like, and Jose Gallard, the man who <laughs> the rages man against the storm. <laughs> <laughs> we must repair the Balin Wonderworld. I mean, I got a, I got a mending rune from, from Balan. He told me to put it on the Elden Ring. <laughs> That's so awesome. You know how they, uh, they put, uh, what's that fucking, um, oh, why am I spacing so bad? Oh, in Breath of the Wild, they put in Xenoblade 2 stuff in there? Yeah, 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 the yeah. Xenoblade 2 quest. They should put, uh, they should put stuff from... We're going to talk about Elden Ring again. I'm sorry, everyone. They should put uh, uh, fucking uh, Balan Wonderworld in there. Or my other idea, a jet plane from uh, uh, Ace Combat, but it says Strange Real on it. <laughs> I was hoping that maybe From Software might might put like uh, one of their mechs in there from one of those games or like the Ninja Blade guys like in there. Right, right. That'd be nice. Uh, that's my new annoying theory. I'm gonna post on Reddit because I need that. I need that karma. I need that gold. Um, is that uh, Elden Ring takes place in the Strange Real universe? I, you know, there we need to get a, a Ninja Blade sequel or a Ninja Blade. There needs to be a critical reevaluation of Ninja Blade. That is true. Ninja Blade is a game where you you do a QTE where you uh, fight a zombie helicopter. And you jump on one of its missiles and you stick your katana in it and then surf on it and then kick it back into the helicopter. It's a pretty cool game. It's just funny because it's like, how did that not get 97 on Metacritic? Yeah. 
Now, here's the thing. What if they just made another Ninja Blade game, but they did make it like a Souls-like and they have like bonfires <laughs> and stuff in it? <laughs> Isn't that kind of just what Neo is? <laughs> it's kind of what Sekiro is, but... <laughs> God damn it. I need to play Neo saying- 2. I need to play Neo 2 because it is really... It, it it's it's one of those weird things where it's like I know it's not as good, but it's still good. it's still better than most games by virtue of being like a, a decent Souls knockoff. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, but or you could just replay Bell and Wonderworld like I do. That's the only game I ever play anymore. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I it's like, do I want to do I want to fight like um some Japanese yokai like the like the the lady that like eats toilet juice or whatever, or do I want to or do I want to see some funny animals dancing around? Do do you want ninja powers or inanimate cube powers? Yeah, come on. Do I want to see Tim's or do I want to see a bunch of little fucked up guys that are going to like stun lock me? Yeah, I uh, yeah. I I wish Souls game had a bad not bad. I mean bad in like a cool way like I mean I mean song. like the Dr. Stone guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I I need to raise little fucked up Dark Souls guys. You know Elden what? Ring had that. Okay, you know what? If there was like a chow garden in Elden Ring, like a little fucked up garden where you could have like little fucked up little dudes running around, and like you could, That's... and like maybe like the little guys like scavenge like resources for you or something, like a right, little right, right, or you could use them as a summon, like a little monster rancher uh, side action there. That'd be That's great. So awesome. That would be very good, and I, that would make me smile. Yeah, I, I just want to. And it would be really fucked up because, like, the people you'd be raising would be, like, Albinorix or something. And they'd be like, you got to make sure you use him before his legs fall off. <laughs> You're just like, hey, uh, kill me, please. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 I don't have the grace of God. I'm an artificial <laughs> being filled with silver, gooey blood. And I know I'm going to my legs are going to stop working. So awesome. Uh, Alan, I guess I just should ask, has Balan, has Balan Wonderworld changed your life any? Uh, yeah, I mean, other than having the three houses, which I combined into one larger house. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. My house, my well, house is kind of like, is weirdly kind of like a, uh, an Elden Ring or Soul style thing. And because there's all these weird discontinuous jumps between the different areas of my house, but I've hidden it by going through like a weird tunnel or something. So it doesn't seem crazy. Yeah. Alan, I did accidentally lean up against the wall and destroy your illusory. Wall, well, yeah, day, I do, and I, I do have one secret wall that you have to hit fifty times in order to knock it down. <laughs> okay, I admit I hit your fifty wall. If you were wondering what I was doing in the other room, yeah, I thought you were just cranking off in the bathroom, but you were just <laughs> oh my god, you were just Alan, you, no. were, you were just hitting the wall fifty times so you could <laughs> so you could like go into my attic. I've heard about hitting the wall, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, oh, waiter, my- I'll have what they're having. The. <laughs> Oh, the ultimate, the ultimate illusory wall is the cervix. Oh my God. Um, hey, yeah, oh, I'm just hey, imagining oh, it's assault. my, it's my, it's my dice man, Elden ring, uh, uh, routine. Now. Dice man build my dice man build. <laughs> hickory dickory duck. I'm going to knock it open your clock or something. He, he like, he has like a big, like clock bell that he like uh, swings around on a chain. Man, That's pretty sick. I should make a date. I should make an Andrew Dice clay in, in Elden Ring. Oh my god! Can you do? Can you do like a a, a clay uh, a Dice Man style like Pompadour in that game? <laughs> I got to find out. No, what, I don't. I got to find out what outfit is the most like a leather jacket. Uh, you can get the Josuke style. That I do. 
Yeah, a Josuke style do. And there is a painting you jump through that lets you go to Japan in the l- late 70s, early 80s. When is it again? Uh, what, what, when part four happens? Yeah, when, part you're, four when, happens you the, 19... when the car got pushed up the hill. Oh. See, I know part four takes place in the 90s. I just don't remember when uh, Josuke was a kid. Oh, well, it happens in 1999. So that happened in like 85 or something. Is German okay, yeah. is German is German nine eight five the same age as Josuke? <laughs> it's a stand user. <laughs> that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me. It would explain a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, That's why weird people attract each other. Yeah, it is funny that 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 like the Souls games and Josuke had the same origin story of a guy pushing a car up a hill in the snow. That's so awesome. It's really good. It's really good. Just don't don't go on don't go online on PC because I think people can like you saw the thing like people are like uh, trapping you in endless death loops on PC now when they invade oh. you. Which weirdly they're doing a JoJo thing they're do, they're doing a uh, <laughs> yeah they're doing a gold experience requiem to you <laughs> yeah they're gold experience requiem you. Um, speaking of being trapped in a horrible infinite loop, welcome to Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your ho- host Russ Walsh. With me as always is. My co-host Alan Black. Uh welcome Alan. I could I fucked up that intro so bad. Russ, I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing in the real world, again, is like Elden Ring or Souls games, which are horrible <laughs> infinite loops of pain and suffering. Right. By the I way, will say I got into this I've been watching more of the Sopranos lately. Oh, oh wow. Uh, not like not like Elden Ring at all, but I'm just saying. No, 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 no. It definitely the the best times are ahead of us and things are just gonna get better yeah i just got to the part where uh where uncle jr got put in charge uh like so, like a season like season one episode five and things are just looking great it's looking good i you know what I, if you think about it tony's friends are kind of like the round the round table hold <laughs> it's true <laughs> now, now what i want to know is who's the loathsome dung eater of the sopranos oh world? my god i guess that would be ralph Cifaretto. Mm. Who's Christopher? Christopher would probably be. I'm thinking great. I'm thinking D Hunter of the Dead. Oh my god! Did you uh, get, okay? So did you do the did you do the quest with him and Fia? Uh, I think I did by accident because one day I just walked in on them. Uh, uh of her killing him. I, I didn't want to spoil anything, but yeah, I still. If there is a plot to that, I just, I don't know where or how it happened. I'm just like, yo, what? Okay, so, yeah. like, I don't know if that always happens, because I don't know what her, I, I, she has sex with people and kills them. I get that. She's badass. But I also went down to Nokron, the Eternal City, and I found a guy who looks a lot like D, and I think might be his brother, and I gave him D's clothes, and he took them. And I don't know where he Did went. You give him D's nuts. <laughs> no one's made that joke before. <laughs> I don't know if anybody actually has made that joke before. Oh no! <laughs> I got to tweet it before. I... Uh, but it's a pretty good joke. But uh, so like D's whole thing is he has that weird armor with like another guy sticking out of him. Like he's got like a like a statue sticking out of him. I think it's right. like, that's like his missing twin was like in the in Nakra on the Eternal City for some reason. Yeah. I'm always accidentally winding up in Nukron, <laughs> Forbidden City. I hate I hate when I'm just you know when I'm I just stumble out of bed and wind up like face to face with with uh, you know like a a stale natural born of the void. <laughs> this oh guy boy. with this guy with big beetle big beetle mandibles. 
I I do wish I'm waiting for the mod to come out where uh all of the characters talk like uh, uh Star Wars Dequel characters or like uh I don't know Assassin's Creed characters just like uh did that just happen? Uh Godric Godric grabs the dragon uh, midway through the fight. Uh I guess he has fire now. Okay. <laughs> the soy mod, yeah. Ooh. Uh yeah. <laughs> I need that. Just meeting meeting one of the uh, Inquisition robot things and going like, uh, can I just have a pamphlet instead, please? Oh, you mean the Virgin Abductors? Is that what they're called? They're called Virgin Abductors. That's so sick. Oh, no, wait, it's ab- ab- Abductor Virgin, I think. Uh, okay, I was gonna say that. That's, that's not very nice to... My character was maidenless, okay? What was he gonna do, you know? Uh, so there's one of those that you can get in and it will take you to, um, Volcano Manor, I think. Like, or if you get like, if earlier in the game than you should be, like if you get killed in one of those, it'll take you to Volcano Manor. Right. Yeah. I do have the, uh, I do have the chainsaw weapon and I've been thinking about trying that out, but (laughs) it's pretty sick. I saw somebody knock down that, that 50 hit wall with it really quickly. That's pretty dumb. Uh, uh, Quillette's stock shop personally. Uh, Alan, can we talk about anything that's not Elden Ring? Oh, uh, yeah, it's called Billy Joel in uh, the movie, uh, and I'm... <laughs> it's called Billy Joel, the unauthorized uh, movie that he's doing. Oh, my God. Is, are, they, are you finally going to learn the true story behind your hero now? Yeah, when, I learned the, when you learn the truth behind Billy Joel's drunk driving, uh, you will feel ashamed <laughs> of your words and deeds. Um, so me and Alan, we have differing opinions about, uh, the Joelster. Well, you know, I'm, Joel-man. we det- we came to the determination that I'm like a tarnished, but for like Long Island and that like, I, I must return there to reclaim my, my lost grace in Long Island. Right. By like drunk you driving into like go there and get a chop chip sandwich or whatever it's called. What is, what is this? Yeah. It's like a chop chip and cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta get one of those. You gotta go meet MJF. MJF would be a good uh, Long Island. He's the Long Island wrestler. But yeah, he, I mean, he's like he's like my Gideon Offner. <laughs> yeah, he, but yeah, he's a good like Dark Souls NPC because he'll say mean things about you. He just need, if he was more quiet. Yeah, he just needs to have like a. He needs to be like uh, more of like a <laughs> kind of laugh guy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of breaking news, Russ. Breaking news. Ninja is offering a master class. Oh my god. What is it for? Is it for streaming? It for Fortnite? It's for streaming. streaming. Oh, okay. It's not like Halo lore. Is he into Halo lore or was he just into Halo? I don't know. If he, I don't know anything about him other than he streams and he was not allowed to stream with women. Right. I do know. I know that. And I knew that he was a Halo streamer first and now a Fortnite streamer. They're actually, I got a Fortnite news story in my stupid uh, Google feed today. Do you That's know cool. what? Uh, do you, did you see the, the, the Doctor Who collaboration in Fortnite? Is it Doctor Who or Doctor Strange? I thought Doctor Strange is there. No, nah, it's Doctor Who. You can go into, like, the creative mode and run around, like, Weezer Island, but it's, like, Doctor Who Island. Ooh, man. Ooh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Should we do that? Do I need to download Fortnite? Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me see what's there. Okay. Uh, there's the angels. Oh, epic. Ah! Ain't the I love those angels. guys. Ah! Man, that Even was so... That- so scary uh, tw- 20 years ago when that happened. Should I do my uh, Doctor Who, uh, Doctor Who tunes? Should I talk about the fact that I've watched most of the modern Doctor Who after you know, making fun of it for we, five plus 
You should. We Probably should talk 10 about ten years. We should talk about that because I saw a good part of Modern Doctor Who, but I saw it when it was coming out like a decade ago. And now you've done the unthinkable. I really, truly did not expect you to watch Doctor Who in the year twenty twenty two. But well, you've done listen, it. listen. I'm a I'm a man who loves chaos. I love you know. It's kind of like you the the, uh, the real life Shabriri. <laughs> yeah, it's like the uh, the Elden Ring uh, of shows because you delve in, and most of the time you get fucked over or shat on by something nasty. And sometimes you uh, get an episode where the Doctor does uh the Christmas Carol or something. You're like, oh, that was surprisingly sweet. Uh, um, Doctor Who is not a particularly consistent show. Um, and it has gotten progressively worse as it's become more about time travel and less about nasty monster guys. That's the thing. So I want more monsters of the week. I want more of the Mike Myers fat suit aliens that, uh, and turn people into blowjob stones. Uh, you gotta respect the British for being able to come up with some real fucked up monsters because they're probably they probably just have to ride the subway for a bit or what do they call it the tube the, the tube du- the the tube um, the, the line well see that's that's what I that's what I want from any kind of British writer your Alan Moore's your your Doctor Who peoples I wanted them to come up with something fucked up and gross like a Bloodborne guy because right. that's that's what like all of England is so like that's what you're <laughs> that's what you guys know how to do right. You guys know how oh, to yeah. make like a, a fucked up little freak because like you just look in the mirror and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you just walk around. It was that like uh, I was I was listening to an old podcast recently and they were talking about the wrestler Robbo. Robbo. Yeah. Paul Robinson. Look up this guy. Robbo. Let me look him up. Yeah. Paul Robinson wrestler. And <laughs> he's like a wrestling superstar over there. And you look at him and he's just like. This terrifying gremlin guy. <laughs> Do you see this dude? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. He looks like yeah, a Dark Souls guy. He looks like Patches. <laughs> he is Patches. He's just real life Patches. And like most pro wrestlers, he's probably a carny con artist who wants to steal your money. So he basically is Patches. Yeah, man. This is a. Yeah. Does he have like a Cockney accent? I bet he does. <laughs> oh, yes. Very much so. Look, he's, there's only two different. Like I'm a fucking sicko. <laughs> this Boy. guy, bro. Oh, that's so fucking sick. He's a chav. <laughs> he's a nick me mobile. Yeah, and then you have like, uh, you know what, British? If if you were going to make a Dark Souls movie, you could cast a lot of British wrestlers because Walt Walter could be a fucking. You do you know Walter? Walter the wrestler, the fat cut Walter. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> Isn't that, the, isn't that the name of that emu that guy was walking that one time? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. The new story about Walter recently is that they like, they changed his name to a famous Nazi. <laughs> oh, yes, they did. I remember that. They changed it to Gunther. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. This guy looks like it. Well, see, that's the that's the beauty of, of uh, England is that they have this whole th- idea of like this long standing English tradition, but most of them are secret Germans. That's the thing about England. <laughs> the queen is a German. Most of them are Germans secretly. Right. Uh, and they don't even realize it. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, this guy, Gunther, come on. <laughs> Do you think the Germans are like, you go to England and you eat too many beans and you become English. It's like the equivalent of soy. I think so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Colonel you go- blimp is bean facing. If you eat too much cabbage, you become German. If you eat too many beans, you become you become British. 
We're we're gonna become race essentialists, but like <laughs> about like it's the food you eat. That's the thing is it's like we we subscribe to like a Mar a Super Mario Brothers like ex- explanation of uh of race. <laughs> culture. Yeah, culture and race is just like oh you just you just ate a bunch of uh you just ate a bunch of magic mushrooms and you became Italian. Right. <laughs> if you eat enough olive oil, you become Greek. And <laughs> uh huh uh huh. Yeah, and we're if normal. Beca- and if you eat enough spinach, you become Papa. Yeah. That's what Robin Williams did. His arms got huge. No, it's true. Um, by the way, we're not we're not that. <laughs> we don't do we don't subscribe to those beliefs. Sorry, Jared. And, and you know who else doesn't? Uh, uh, certainly not our friend Watto. No, of course not. Wait, what uh, but alas, I I don't know if he's coming this week. Oh wait, what's that flip flapping of wings? Okay. Oh oh did it start? Why is it not doing it? Go. Oh, Alan. Water, what's up? Oh, Alan. I was just watching a movie. What, uh, what movie you see? You see the... I was watching Eternals because of diverse cast. Oh, Alan. Oh, wow. You know, uh, people give you a lot of shit, Watto, but you know, you're actually the wokest guy I know. I uh, I live my life the way I want to live it, and that is to be supportive of other people and their cultures. Oh, Alan, you're you're the ultimate ally, Watto. Oh, <laughs> uh, Alan, I I'm I protested out of my condo in Florida to stop the bill. Oh, Alan, the oh were you were you one of the Disney employees that spoke out against the uh, <laughs> yeah. the don't say gay bill? <laughs> yeah, it was me, Alan. Yes. Well, th- it was I. Thank you for your service, Watto. Oh, Alan, I, you know, people give me bad rep because I, I people say I have shady business dealings, but that's not well, true. Well, too bad. Alan. The minute, minute's over right now, Watto. Sorry. Uh, I have to go further. Other social justice causes. Bye, Alan. Wow. wow. Watto's such a great guy. I really hear all the, you know, I, I've always respected Watto as a businessman, as a member of the community, you know. But I never really thought of him as that type. But, you know, good for him. I always respected him as a father that got rid of a kid with bad vibes. Because <laughs> sometimes your kid just well, has I... very bad vibes. And you can tell, like, right. ahead of time. So you give him to, like, a magic space wizard. And listen, yes, did he enslave a child? Maybe, you know, I, I should. <laughs> hey, but look, did you vote for Joe Biden? Just saying. <laughs> yeah, Watto, if you look at Watto's Instagram, it's vote blue no matter who. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of which, hail Caesar. It's the only flag hey. I hail to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The ancient Roman one, SPQR. This is a saucy episode, Alan. I apologize. Is it me? Uh, I think it's. I think it's just. Uh, we just got. We just got so emotional thinking about fucking uh, Val and Wonderworld. Val and Wonderworld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a year of our lives have passed, and it's like no other video games have come out, which is kind of disappointing. I did get yeah. a little ornery about that. Yeah, it's a shame well, that they had stopped making video games after Battle and Wonderworld. Well, uh, let's hope the sequel drops soon. Yeah, um, you know what's not a shame? Motor City Frozen Pizzas. God, I love these oh, frozen pizzas. Oh, wow. Um, I tried something different this week. So I think I might have even reviewed this specific, but they're three meat, which I think I gave kind of a negative review to before. Or I, I've had it before. It's a little bit greasy because it's that right, you know it's right. those, those deep dish pizzas. But I tried something different. Because I'm trying to uh, 
I realized that whenever I cook the full Motor City pizza, I really don't want to eat the whole the whole fucking pizza all at once, even though it comes in that crispy tray. Um, and it makes more sense for me to just do my normal uh, frozen pizza technique, which is to uh, break it in half with my hands and then cook <laughs> half of it one day and then cook the other half the other day. Um, so I did that even though even though it wanted me to use the crisping pan, I put it on a normal pan just in my oven. And I tell you what, I think it might have actually been better. <laughs> wow. Because when you put when you have that little shitty like foil lined pan they give you, it, it I get like some it gets like wet in there. Because like all that cheese melting, like you get a bunch of like grease and, and like watery, like it's at the bottom of it, and it makes the crust the crust kind of soggy. Wow, this is huge to me. This is mind blowing. Put it on a normal but, pan. But they're the food technicians, Alan. They know best. How could No. I believe in the impossible. right to, I believe in the right to repair. I am talking to Dr. Stone right now. <laughs> you were talking well, first of all, I did put it on a pizza stone in my oven. Because I do have a pizza oh my stone. God. I do have a pizza stone in my oven and I keep it in my oven the entire time. And you, I just we've put called you Dr. Pizza Stone before, right? Yeah, I used to have I used to have a segment called Dr. Pizza Stone where I would play <laughs> where I would play the Dr. Stone theme song. That's why it's on my soundboard right here. You oh, play wait, that's not that's not it. <laughs> that's not it either. That's the green goblin. Hold on. Oh <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. You should play it now. This is Dr. Pizza Stone. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just played the first five seconds of it. I don't know if you could hear that, but Oh Sekai, good morning, Dr. Pizza Stone. Um, okay, so I so what I did is I have that pizza stone that I keep in the oven, and then I put my pan on top of that pizza stone after it's been sitting in there collecting heat for a while, and that still gets you a nice crispy crust, um, even if you're just cooking in the oven normally. Highly recommend doing that. That pizza stone, I got it with my fucking toaster oven. My uh, Cuisinart uh, air fryer toaster oven thingy. Wow. Yeah. Alan, this is, uh, this is why they say you're the smartest person in podcasting. Yep. Sorry, Mark Marin. <laughs> Do people say Mark Marin's smart? He's been around almost the longest. So he's probably the... He's just huffing cat piss all day. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, he does. Like that South Park episode. Yeah. Well, no, he just like lives in a garage with a bunch of cats, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Barack Obama visited him there. He's like, uh, I got to say, uh, much preferred dogs. That's <laughs> uh, uh, remember that thing they used to say about Barack Obama. Jesus. Uh, but okay. Russ, you have any pizza? I do have a pizza. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to find it. Uh, was it the Honolulu Hawaiian? Ooh. I think it was. I had the Honolulu Hawaiian pizza from Domino's. Well, old, uh, the the name the namesake of our old uh, uh, our original. It was Domino's goes. Then it turned into uh, what Blaze was it? Praise Blaze Blaze Praise. And now we are currently on Hail Caesar, which I think is probably the best. Yeah, Domino's it's up there. Domino's. Once you got rid of that chicken bacon carbonara, I knew I knew it was it was a sinking ship. <laughs> I do like that. Like a huge part of our lore. Is the chicken a bacon huge, carbonara. Yeah, like, the podcast changed. That was, like, uh, the Marvel Phase 2 or whatever of podcast. Well, and you didn't even know. I've been ta- I was talking about the chicken bacon carbonara, and then we got it, and then you're like, fuck, this is actually good. That was yeah, a good, that was, was an important good. moment. Like, in our clip show in, like, uh, 60 years, <laughs> like, after we die, then uh, that's when what. People finally recognize us for the genius, the brilliance we've created here. No, when, like, some guy that does, like, 
whatever the future version of like a true crime podcast is, which is like, which is like looking at what crime should I do? And that's the thing we got to plan. We got to plan for like, we need a a really good crime. Please tweet at either of us. If you have a good crime, we can commit so that they make a podcast about us. I'm trying to move to a cult. I'm trying to move to S town. (laughs) Remember S town. Yeah. Oh man. We could make a call. Nipple that... piercings. I'm gonna do wow, cool robot, but about nipple piercings instead of like. <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my whole thing with S Town is that nipple piercings and gay gay S and M are cool. <laughs> Which like yeah, yeah. It, doesn't even, it doesn't even think about like the wider so social applications. Damn, this guy sounded cool as shit, dude. Yeah, it's a shame he died or whatever. I don't care. Uh, but like the he he got tattoos just to feel pain. It was good. Right. Uh, sick. But uh, you know, like I think like. I think like a cult is probably the best way to do it because there's, there's a lot of those popping up right now and it'd be hard to compete, but if you can really get your foot in the door with a good one, then like, you know, you can, you can like, you know, the, the JFK numbers cult guy, like he's definitely, he's definitely getting a dock in the future, right? Yes. Uh, I, I believe so. The, the Gamatria guy that just says a bunch of numbers and thinks that, uh, that, uh, the Rolling Stones were, secretly michael jackson or whatever <laughs> they're all the same they're all uh they're all just the 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 entertainer gene they've yeah. all been cloned off of it grown in a lab off of it let me talk about this pizza i ate the domino's honolulu hawaiian pizza it featured ham pineapple bacon and roasted red peppers Ooh. Um, and I have to say i was pleasantly surprised when i saw that there was bacon on it i kind of went like oh it's a little overloaded but you know maybe it's because usually this would be a negative but i felt like they kind of skimped on the bacon proper Mm. but that made it better it wasn't super greasy you know sometimes you get dominoes and you're literally getting a wet piece of bread this was this was fine it was very competent the Uh, red red pepper seems like a little bit much for me yeah i would honestly they also kind of skipped all the red peppers honestly it was mostly like just a classic ham and pineapple that's good um, with a light dusting of these other things, which kind of is like, oh, these are fun treats rather than overpowering That's good. flavors. So, you know, uh, I'm not going to sit here and rave about it, tell you that you need to go, you know, it's not like rush out and get a chicken carbonara now kind of thing right now, you know, but if you want a Hawaiian pizza and want a little bit of an upgrade, hey, that's a signature slice. Check it out. And I think the Hawaiian pizza Domino's is generally pretty good. I always, I used to like getting their like pineapple a lot. Yeah, it's it's totally acceptable. Uh, I you know, uh, my problems with uh, Domino's usually aren't with their toppings; it's with everything else. So, well, Russ, I, this is a perfect segue for once into our, our first pizza story. You will not oh believe God. the number of toppings Domino's Japan is offering on one pizza. And Russ, before you even click on anything, tell me what do you think is a reasonable cap for the number of toppings that you could put on a pizza? Oh God, that is such a tough question. Unironically, this is not a joke. I would say like six. This has thirty-four. Oh no! Um, this is a salad. This is it is a horrific. It looks like something the LA Beast would eat. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> pasting. Awesome. I'm gonna paste this right here. Um, That's it, so good. This is is called the best thirty-four pizza. Um, it what has the fuck. It has sausage, pepperoni, big and regular pepperoni, um, bacon, beef ribs, charred grilled beef, roast chicken, teriyaki chicken, pancetta, shrimp, and a seafood mix that apparently has mussels, octopus, scallops, and lobster. 
On the vegetable side, you get cherry tomatoes, mushrooms, green peppers, onions, spinach, corn, asparagus, garlic, jalapenos, and rice cakes. Fuck yeah, dude. Also, in terms of cheeses, standard pizza cheese, bon, bon, bocconcini, small balls of mozzarella, I've never even heard of that, uh, and gouda uh, slash cheddar blend, as well as multiple sauces, tomato, basil, white sauce, mayonnaise, and spicy cod roe mayo. $24. Wow. This, Wait, what does that mean? 20, 35 divided by 24. I mean, that's pretty good in terms of topping to... No, 24 divided by 35. I'm sorry. I'm not that's about 70 cents a topping. That's not bad. <laughs> that's a lot of time. I mean, th- listen. Now, this is a very you know, small Times are tough. Because it's in Japan. T- <laughs> times are tough, folks. It's hard out here. Gas is expensive. We're getting literally gouged at the freaking pump, right, Alan? Yeah, I'm putting one of my little, I'm putting my, one of the, my, uh, Brandon, I did this stickers right next to the pizza. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is weird because you're going to throw the pizza. Pe- Why did you put it right on the pizza? Well, it, it's also pizza from Japan, so he didn't really do this, but like. <laughs> yeah, you did have it imported with my gold belly, but. <laughs> yeah, man. So like this, so this is the thing. $24 for like a pizza with this many toppings doesn't seem that crazy, but it is a Japanese pizza, which means it's like a personal pan pizza size for Americans. So that's unfortunate. Right. Um, but um, it yeah. seems like a suicide, but for pizzas, like, a, like, yeah, a, it does. It does feel like you've got Mountain Dew, Sierra Mist and Pepsi, Pep Diet Pepsi in there. This is just like every, they, they literally took every single topping of the store and put it on pizza. Um, and it, it seems kind of repulsive. Um, some of these toppings, I don't hate as ideas for things that you could have as a standard Domino's topping. Um, right. like mussels or scallops on a pizza. Like, okay, okay. I'll, I'll entertain sure, that. Why not? You know, um, I don't, well, I don't know how I feel about how one of their standard pizza sauces is like mayonnaise or cod Romeo. Um, but you know, I mean, I like Japanese Mayo. It's, you know, you've had it before, right? I mean, yeah, I'm a Mayo fanatic. <laughs> I literally oh have like, five, I literally have like five bottles of like QP Mayo in my pantry. Oh that my I, god! Alan. That I barely use. <laughs> well, you know, you never know when you'll need it. You might, yeah, and then, a, you might be on a college campus and having a... that happens to me a lot. Well, not not in post COVID, unfortunately. There's not, not as many. Favorite. There's not as many Mayo opportunities in post COVID world. Uh, now I have to write a fan fiction about Eureka's campus pandemic life. God, she becomes like a she becomes like a Grubhub driver, but for like fingering. <laughs> like she's just like pulling yeah. up to like doors and like has like a big like glove that she like sticks through the crack in the door. Uh, she's just wearing like uh, sweatpants and like an oversized like uh, jumper or whatever, and uh, <laughs> she just like looks like shit and still like seducing women via uh, drop offs of uh, Jolly Bees and like Zoom calls. I guess I just really want to see Eureka from Eureka's campus life. Um, at again, I really just want to see her again in anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, speaking of a shame, um, this is unfortunate. Um, Bitcoin pizza. No. Um, Wait, did we talk about the NFT pizzas already? There's <laughs> the NFT pizzas. Like there's only one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one that you like own the slice and it's like you own the recipe or something. No, this is stupidest. This is the stupidest. This is even, well, actually, you know what? This is more normal. 
This is a, a ghost restaurant founded by New York-based Pop Chew, and it's spread to Boston, which is what this article is about. It, it's a virtual pizza restaurant where you order pizzas via Bitcoin only on, on the website. Um, and, and it has like, it's like a, you know, it's like a Mr. Beast thing. Like they're contracting this out to pizza restaurants in the Boston area, but like you're ordering like what NFT guys think are cool names for pizzas. So it's stuff like no keys, no cheese or laser eyes, that kind of stuff. <sighs> Isn't that cool? And it has a little ticker at no, the top. Uh... It has a ticker at the top that tells you the current price of Bitcoin and what the current price of a given pizza is in Bitcoin. And that number is changing all the time because uh, it's stupid and this isn't a real currency. <laughs> I'm just, my brain is melting as you describe this. Uh, what do the NFT people have nothing sacred? They, well, it's really cool that like the NFT people like that. They're just like, I need everything to be this now. I need to, it's, much, it's, it's very much like the Republican guys, like you're in power, like, you know, they get in power, but it's still not enough. They have to win the culture back too. And it's like the NFT guys, it's like, you made, I thought you said you guys made a bunch of money, but uh, and that's like, shouldn't that be enough? Can't you just be like happy with that? Like people make fun of your stupid monkeys, but it's like, no, we, we have to think you're cool too. <laughs> Otherwise it's not I worth want it. my monkey. I want to open up my, my smart fridge and have my monkey be like, you have chocolate milk here. <laughs> just every time. <laughs> That's, no just bon- what, that's, just that's just Bonzi buddy. That's just Bonzi buddy. They just want Bonzi yeah, I just want Bonzi. I really do feel like these guys who are into NFTs, they're into the board Ape Yacht Club, like got uh, depression or like betrayal or like uh, like just some trauma from Bonsai buddy. <laughs> yeah. It's probably I want to get back at Bonzi. Some people just want to see the world burn by owning apes. <laughs> they, do, they just want to own these apes. Um, and I am going to steal them all. Speaking of somebody that leave these apes. See, speaking of people that are uh, black build, um, the oh, I don't know if this is I don't know. You tell me, Russ. Is this a uh, is this a hero or or a twisted Joker move? American owner of Papa John's in Russia has no plans of closing. This guy is standing strong. This wait, a guy who owns a Papa John's in Russia, Russia or Papa John's in general. This guy, okay, this is Christopher Wynn, um, who is a guy from Colorado that has been op- operating several Papa John stores in Russia since the early 2000s. Um, oh, fuck. And so it's, he's an American, he's an American citizen that owns these Russian Papa Johns. Um, and he says, the best thing I can do as an individual shows compassion for the people. Wait, this is a weird constructed sentence. My employees, franchisees, and customers without judging them because of the politicians of power. That's correct. I think Russians should be able to eat pizza. I think that um, having a Papa John's in Russia, it should be considered an act of war, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> That's the thing. If um, it was any other pizza place, I would be like, you know what? You're doing the right thing. You're letting people have maybe, their pizza. <laughs> maybe they'd like eat a slice and feel like we, we need to stop having war. We need to focus on best ingredients, not best bullets, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, do you think maybe Papa John needs to go to Russia to like... <laughs> Yeah. You know what? How about this? We'll forgive Papa John's for saying the N word. If he stops the Ukrainian Russian conflict, that'd be good. (laughs) That is our, that is our ultimatum. I will not forgive you in any way, shape or form. 
I Mr. Will, Papa John's. I will, I will, I will do Russ one, to one Russia step and stop the violence. I'll, I'll, I'll offer one more thing on top of that deal that Russ is saying. I will, I will think that your, your Eagle fuck statue is cool. I will say <laughs> publicly that it is cool. Papa John. If you, uh, I definitely have not said that already. I, I know I haven't. I think it's really funny. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think if you're going to have any Russian pizza place, it needs to be, there needs to be one open Ru- pizza place. Like this is like the ultimate pizza place in Russia. And it needs to be the pizza hut that Gorbachev went to in that commercial in 1997. Yeah. Didn't that, that close needs, down? That needs to be like a, a shrine, a, a shrine. <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> is that another victim of communism by the way <laughs> since it got shut down yeah i think so Do need, yeah i think so uh-huh. need, okay it's gonna get it even though account. even though it happened post 1997 <laughs> yeah it's definitely like because that commercial was in 97 and communism was already over by that but still it's yeah yeah that's uh, another victim of communism is that pizza hut in the commercial it's, it's true i really like i i love that people still think that russia is a communist country <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so awesome, it's so fucking funny it's like oh you mean that place where like it's it's kind of like a more anarcho hellscape than it is here you mean right. the place where everybody has to carry cameras on their cars all the time because they're doing insurance scams like that's yeah, so funny. yeah that's the communist country i'm sure those are the things that are bad under communism Right. Uh, right. Private insurance. Well, there were, you know, underground like fighting pits where people would get trapped and have to kill each other with their bare teeth in that, communism. Right. Yeah. 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 Naturally. Of course it has to be. Um, you know, speaking of something, uh, that's the opposite of communism. Cause it's a uh, good, uh, <laughs> Oh, Alan, you go off. Oh, I'm, I, I'm, uh, Ben Shapiro. Hire me, please. I'll, I'll... <laughs> we're getting picked up by the, uh, what's the fucking name of our network? I know this. I don't. I mean, it's a good sign that I forgot it. Now, Russ, I'm just trying to get on Ben Shapiro's show so I can seduce his hot sister <laughs> from her gay husband. <laughs> I think you could do it. I think I could do it. You could just, you could just clean a chicken wing. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing because I know, I know that motherfucker. That motherfucker has never used his tongue for anything in his entire life except for right. eat, eating an ice yeah, cream cone. I've only ever used it on the ligature of my uh, uh, bassoon. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here, you you fucking reed freak. You little fucking band geek. Yeah, get out. Shit. Get out of here. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, you could be like, oh, your mom was a traditional opera singer. I could make you sing, girl. Um, Damn. Uh, but like, <laughs> you could buy her a finally buy her a pair of shoes. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the move. She'll be, she'll be like, yeah, you could buy her some like Nike dunks or something you finally put They're shoes like, on abigail shapiro's feet and she's like a, she's like she's acts like fucking dobby like i'm free now i'm free <laughs> oh what is a nike af1 oh my alan oh man that's so pimp dude that would be so cool you know look if if if, if fucking chelsea manning can can steal away grimes from elon musk anything is possible in this world <laughs> yeah it's so for real like for real though. such a power yeah yeah, man. I, I'm a hundred percent behind this plan. We're gonna do an ocean, ocean eleven's heist to get Ellen. Uh, what what is her name again? Abigail. Yeah, I think so. Abby Shapiro. Uh, Abby Shapiro. Yes, you're right. Ask Abby. Uh huh. I'm asking. Hey, Abby, I'm here. I'm Yo, asking. I'm asking. <laughs> Yo, Abby, I, I be out here, okay? And I'm asking. I'm at, listen. Well, I, I'll definitely. Uh, uh, so some wild, uh, 
Western oats or whatever. You know what I mean? See, I don't even know what her whole thing is, though, other than like she's she's trad, but I don't know to like what degree. I think she I've seen posts on like when I used to check Facebook and was part of a like a Facebook group that collected like crazy feet. conservative. Tics they collected like feet pics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was on the WikiFeet Facebook page before I got kicked out. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. But, uh, where was I going about this? Oh, yeah. Uh, she was definitely, like, return to Western tradition kind of shit. She's a cottage yeah. core or something. Yeah, something like that. I don't like, uh, she's like, uh, was, women need stupid. to learn how to sew or something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you, why, why learn how to, like, program when you could learn how to, work a loom or something see what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna show her dress up dress up darling and like see this guy this guy knows how to sew damn now i've flipped gender roles on their head she she'd be she'd die she would die wouldn't even be do you think do you think that um that uh that chelsea manning uh stole grimes because she also watched interspecies reviewers <laughs> Chelsea's just watching all sorts of fucking anime and just like well can you imagine I mean it's, yeah. it's like you know she's fucking tortured by the US government for years it's like you better believe I'm catching up with anime when I get out well yeah. hell yeah you get that Crunchyroll password yeah you you know what if if she's paying for Crunchyroll somebody needs to be paying for it for her as an American hero <laughs> right exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, she should be comped comped on the Crunchyroll um, maybe you know I maybe Grimes look I think Grimes is probably still an insane dirty foot lady, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe she'll become, she might have some better taste in anime and like opinions and stuff after all this. True. Think about it. Just think about it for one second. Yeah. Some stuff might happen. Who knows? She might become cool again. (laughs) You think can become real. Do you think love bloom on the battlefield? Alan is what we're asking. See, that's the thing. If she can get Grimes to play metal gear solid, then I think she will, yeah. then you're like, she'll understand everything after that. I think she'll be like, this is like Rick and Morty, but even smarter somehow. Because like she cried watching doom because she thought she was lady Jessica. If she plays, <laughs> if she plays MGS, she might understand dialectics afterwards. Maybe. Oh my God. Maybe. L- lingua Franca. Uh, well, see, but, uh, the thing is, the thing is like, I don't think Kojima really understands dialectics either, but he, he has, he pieced it together like his subconscious just by making all these other things that's the right that's exactly the, yeah that's the genius is that by combining and we'll get his, to see a picture of ha, wait has kojima ever taken a picture with grimes i'm he's i feel like he takes a picture of like every weird like ethereal like white lady <laughs> <laughs> yep there he is <laughs> there it is folks kojima and grimes <laughs> yeah let me post it yep i'm seeing it okay Right, yeah, time to retweet that real quick. Um, that's so awesome, dude. Man, oh, okay, Ultimate Polycule, Grimes, Kojima, and Chelsea Manning. And Mads on the side occasionally. Uh, man, pretty good, pretty good. Norman Reedus, you are not allowed into this. I don't know Norman's politics. Where is, yeah, where is Norman Reedus? He was like in a commercial or like a uh, music video or something. He's probably okay. Hey, shouts out. Uh, Walking Dead is the ending. More like the show's like the freaking Walking Dead. It, you know what I mean? <laughs> Pretty, yeah. Thank you. We are the Walking Dead? Damn. Never would have thought of that. Um, Grimes was apparently on the set of Death Stranding, and there's a picture of her hiding in a cardboard box holding a PS3 copy of Metal Gear Solid collection. Fucking A, dude. 
She's played it. She's she cried. Okay. okay, you know what? That if she's played Metal Gear Solid already, then I then she has no excuse. That's the thing. Oh, you're you're saying this has lowered your opinion of her. This is lower because she's she's done it and she's still and she still thinks Elon's she still thought Elon was cool. That's the thing. You ruined it. Fuck. You you didn't understand. <sighs> That's disappointing. Disappointing. Well, what? Okay, this is a weird tweet. This is a okay. I need to maybe dig through some 2015 Grimes tweets. Um Kojima also admitted to wanting to cut off his own arm for research for Metal Gear Solid 5. Phantom Pain tonight. Whoop. That was her tweet from 2015. I guess Kojima That's so awesome. Man, it would be it would have been so fucking baller if Kojima cut off his own arm for MGS5. Oh, they should have let him do that. They should have let him done that. Oh man, that's so cool. God that's damn. so awesome. She she's so close. That's she's so, so close. Imagine your brain is on like is has a super powerful frequency, but she's just a, a bit off the wavelength. She's not. She can't get the FM signal. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I think something's like she's got like a, you know, you know that you know how in like later Hunter Hunter. Uh, Killua per- pulls out that one needle that was hidden between his, like in his forehead that was <laughs> yeah. that his brother put in there. And he's like, damn, this is like fucking me up this entire time. That's Elon's uh, chip. What is that's, this fucking stupid? That's his fucking Neuralink chip. She's got to dig that out. <laughs> he's, she, we got to get it out. Maybe that's why she's del- dating Chelsea. Cause she, she's like a uh, computer well, we can, hacker. Get that out. <laughs> she's a hacker. She can get it out. That's true. It's true. Fuck. God damn. This makes a lot of sense. Shit. though. Um, Sonic, things are starting to get clear. Yeah, I, I think finally, after after years, everything in the world is starting to make sense. <laughs> uh, it's just like Elden Ring. It's a lot. Well, no, it turns out in this case, it's just like uh, it's just like Hunter Hunter. It's fucked oh, up. God. Um, which means we're about to find the Dark Continent. Everybody, congratulations! <laughs> we're gonna all find the Dark Continent in a couple of years or never. Yeah, it turns out like so. Uh, so we're gonna have like a news story. Like, so it turns out the flat Earth guys were right, but bad news: we live in a big lake on the dark continent, and there's a bunch of monsters out there. They're gonna get you. It be. Did you, okay, so hold on. I gotta say this. Did, did, have Have you been paying attention to the fucking uh, daylight savings time thing and in, in, in the bill for daylight savings time? No, I just know about it. Like generally. They so they they got they made daylight savings time permanent now, uh, right? And but apparently a bunch of people in the Senate didn't even know that that was the bill they were voting on because reporters asked them afterwards like, "Hey, so uh, what about that daylight savings time bill?" And they're like, "Wait, what? Um, what was it called? What was the bill called? Like, it was something Marco Rubio came up with, I think. That's awesome, um, dude. What a character that like." has sunk to the background. He, he did that. He did that. So he could have more time to see his, his second family. (laughs) It's awesome. God, it's so cool. Um, yeah, that's really fucking funny that they just, I I can't, let me see. It was like, uh, yeah, Marco Rubio. It was, the measure is called the sunshine protection act. So like, I guess everybody just said like, man, I like sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, you know, voted yes on it. (laughs) They they heard that Sonic R song. Can you feel the sunshine as it is running through the sky? I don't remember. And they said, "Yeah, I gotta fucking protect this shit." Uh, here's something. Also, this, apparently they've done this before. They tried to do this in the 1970s, and everybody hated it. 
Um, that's funny. That's really weird. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, we, Ben Franklin uh, uh, created Daylight Savings, and he's the king. He, you know, he's got the $100 bill which makes him the most important American. So, you know, that is really funny that like we gave, we give George Washington the shittiest of all the dollars and we give Ben right. Franklin, the guy who's not president, but is the most pimp, uh, the hundred dollar bill. Yeah. I think he, I think he deserves it. He is the most pimp. Like he's the only one that fucked out of all of them. Yeah, it's true. All the rest of them were like reading, reading, uh, I don't know, John Locke or some shit and practicing celib- celibacy. Uh, not really. They were all horny. I don't know. Yeah, well, he was he was more pimp about it because like he went to France and like fucked everybody in France. It was like, cool, very yeah, cool. Yeah, that was the cool thing. And he was just like, I remember reading his book. Like, I read like a book about him, and like it was weird about like, how much he talked. Like when I was in elementary school, it was like a book of like his inventions and like his young his like young life and stuff. And there was like so much. I remember like every single thing I read about him mentioned that he liked to go swimming naked. And I'm like, what? Yes, I remember this. I wonder if we read the same book. That was something that I feel like it is in every book about Ben Franklin is talked about how much he loved being naked and swimming around. And it's just like, damn, this Dude. guy was a freak. There's a lot of these like weird. Uh, I was listening to some podcasts again recently. <laughs> I do that. I've been, I've been turning through a lot of podcasts. It's, it's a slow podcast season. And I've been going through a lot of podcasts while playing Elden Ring. And I was re-listening to the series about the, uh, what is it? The, the nostalgia critic. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and all those dudes during like Kickassy and stuff, like all wore like these tight, form-fitting costumes and kept like there were lots of jokes about flashing and like your balls almost falling out. And like one point, the nostalgia critic was dressed like Link from the uh, from the Legend of Zelda. I think at one point in that movie, like they cut to like the the Zelda tights, like clinging to his like dick and balls and it's like why why are they these guys why are these fucking nerds who scream about video games so hell-bent on showing everybody they're nasty you know they're huh. nasty stuff. Hmm. i think i think <laughs> i think the reason might be i think the reason might be uh the same it might be the same reason why um i carly and victorious were the ways they were <laughs> you is, got me there is what i'm saying what is, is that? i think these weird these weird uh nerdy white men might have uh, might have some darkness in, in their hearts Did, is, did anybody so did anybody in the nostalgic critic like take off their shoes and like rub their bare feet on anything? <laughs> I'm sure there is. Was there like a pimple cum shot scene, like <laughs> victorious? Like oh, don't even talk about the that. giant where where uh that was on that was technically on Henry Danger, wasn't it? Where it's uh Ariana <laughs> Grande's know, it's Ariana Grande's brother from Victorious, played by her real life brother Frankie Grande, but he was playing a villain called Frankini who popped a giant pimple in somebody's face. I'm going to say this now. Um, I, I, this is the only time I'm ever going to agree with YouTubers with like 5,000 followers or whatever, who just post videos. Like they should stop making Nickelodeon shows. They should. They should stop. I'm a, I'm an adult now. You, you don't need to do that anymore. I think, Kids are going to watch Elsa pregnancy videos on YouTube. So why, you know, well, here's the thing. I think I would rather have my kids. If I had kids, I would want them to, I would rather they watch something like fucked up and created by an AI, like a fucked up, like, (laughs) like Spider-Man kills Elsa. Don't call this guy at 3 (laughs) AM. 
Like I would rather them watch that than see the darkness of of, D- of Dan Schneider's heart. Like I. That's true. Like a computer cannot come up with something as vile as as Dan Schneider. That he, it would they listen. We both had watched, or I actually have never watched. I'm just listening. Um, the Quentin reviews, fucking victorious shit, and I know I watched it all. I watched. Hey, look, I watched it all, and you know what? I feel like Shabriri now. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta burn it all down. But man, when the fucking victorious is like, I want to see you as a burger, and they put like ketchup on her tummy, and it's like, I just, well, this is how am I supposed to feel about this, dude? Like this is like this is. Put like lettuce and tomato on her tummy. What the fuck are you doing? Like Dan Schneider is Dan Schneider is the loathsome dung eater to me. Oh man, he's just he's the worst man that's maybe ever lived. I I really oh my god, he's just yeah, a nightmare. He's a nightmare man. Get him out of here. I, his corporeal form is in the in a sewer in L.A. <laughs> it, it, you it's, go down there and it's kill it. The, it's in the, it's, it's, he's locked up in the Nick Hotel, <laughs> and it's all it's all covered in a, it's a swamp, but it's all gack. <laughs> it's the gack swamp. So it's the Orlando Hotel. It's swallowed up in gack, and if you're in it too long, you'll get death blighted. <laughs> you fight, you fight like a fucked up reanimated cousin Skeeter puppet. That's like animated dude. by the gack. Dude, oh, that's so sick. God, what, what's a like? Do you've seen the the the, the defunct land about the Nick Hotel and the horrifying uh, mascots there? Yes, of course. <laughs> the, the everything there looked like it, like it looked like Nick Hotel. If you let it run for like another ten years, might have become Caleb. Like it was just like some alien. <laughs> Some alien fungus is like invading the Nick Hotel. Some mildew, so awesome, some mildew and shit is just like forming on like <laughs> on Norbert's like mascot suit. Like it is these so- awful little shrimp guys who are descended from uh, I don't know Ubi. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Ubi. Ubi is of course the 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 walking hands that crawl up here. <laughs> yeah, we gotta kill. That's where those hands came from. It's mutated Ubi. Yeah, that 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 makes sense to me. Uh, the all real monsters are in the sewers underneath the Nick Hotel, and you don't want to see them. God, God damn, fucking a, dude. Oh God. Uh, Sonic news reviews, reviews, and tudes. Fantastic news this week. Nothing dark in the Sonic news this week. Thank God. Um, Sonic Two movie poster. Did you see it? It's a tribute to the uh, Genesis game. Very cool. Very awesome. Uh, now. I've never asked this of you before, Alan. Do you prefer the American or the Japanese Sonic original covers? I'm only... Let me see. Do I even know what the Japanese one... Sonic 2, Japanese... They're the ones with the crazy graphic design all over them. Um, Oh, yeah, okay. I have seen these. I like the American one. And they have the quotes at the bottom. American one's better. Really? So you like the Western illustration? You know me. I'm annoying. I like the Japanese ones better. But I still like... I still like the Sonic too. I like the weird British one with the more metallic spikes. I, they're, they're all good to me, but I do wish these had quotes at the bottom. I just, I like, okay. So the thing I like about the, the Japanese ones is I like all the weird, like abstract shapes and stuff in the background flying around or whatever. That's cool to me. Um, I don't like, I, I want to see like Eggman crushing a big number two with his hand. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, cool. I just wish, like, on the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 box art, it says, there's that quote that's weirdly on it that's just like, don't just sit there and waste your precious time. When you want to do something, do it right away. Do it when you can. It's the only way to live a life without regrets. 
How good would that be if that was just in the fucking Sonic movie poster? <laughs> that was the tagline. That, that would own. You know what? I do like that. That almost, that kind of wins me over, Ross. That quote is really fucking funny. It's so good. What's the one that's on, uh, I think it's on the, I, I talk about these way too much. I think it's on the Knuckles Chaotix. Welcome to the next level in the 32X world, in the Super 32X world. Is that what you're? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know one of the games has like a, weirdly bastardized version of like the famous JFK quote or something. It's so awesome. Oh, that's really sick. That's really sick. I know. Featuring Knuckles, the kid welcome to the next level in super 32 X world. That is pretty good. It's pretty badass. This and also the cover. That's right. Badass. Yeah. It's funny because chaos, it's called chaotix in uh, Japan, but it's Knuckles chaotix here in, in America, but Knuckles is only a guest star in Japan. It's really fucked up, dude. That's really weird. Makes me think they didn't really care about it that much. <laughs> it's fucked up. You should have cared more. You should have cared more. This oh. is why I'm a, I'm a Japanese guy. I've been reading these books about uh, uh, with this guy from Mishima. Um, he's very cool, and I'm starting to get into it. So um, I'm reading the English. Okay, so the English cover does is pretty cool. On the back of the box, it says, Knuckles, the edgiest echidna on the block, is back. This screaming wild ride's got everything but a speed limit. Race for the rings and hold on. Pretty good. He's the edgiest of kids. Do you think the there's a chance that this Knuckles spin-off TV show is going to be chaotic? Is that one of the news stories? Um, no, it's not. Okay, we don't have any um, details on this, it yet. Yeah, what if it is just chaotic? They go to I like a magic. Go- I don't think they'll do. They they won't do chaotic from the get go. But they might, like, by the end of season one, he might meet up with the Chaotix. That's what I'm thinking. Fuck, dude. I would be surprised Fuck, if dude. they just did Chaotix from the get-go, because, like, it's just, like, you can't just throw, like, f- like four other CGI animal guys in there, like, immediately, right? I guess it'd get expensive. Just do it, put a real B. Just put Rouge just make- the Bat in, put Rouge the Bat in there first. <laughs> Alan, no, you can't say that. Just put Rouge the Bat in there. Come on. We all want yeah, to see it. Dude, listen, folks. Who's going to voice yeah, I think we bat, already though. talked who's going to voice her, and it has to be the most beautiful woman in the world. Margot Robbie? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Margot Robbie. Harley oh, Quinn? my bad joke to piss you off and say Gal Gadot, but it would be funny. It would Robbie. be really funny. It's like, Knuckles, it's me. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> oh, you steal uh, my no. damn emerald. <laughs> I'm here to steal all the champagne to fill the Nile or whatever that stupid <laughs> line is from that fucking, that fucking movie. Oh, oh my God. Man. That, you man. cannot wish you must make your own luck. She's so cool. She's so awesome. She's so great at acting. Um, she sounds like me doing my fucking, uh, Aiden voice on fucking, uh, uh, on shoot cast. That's how bad her, her American accent is. It's so awesome, it's dude. It's very bad. Um, or whatever she's trying to go for. I don't know what it is. Um, Jim Carrey has contributed to a Dr. Robotnik story in an upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog comment, comic. Um, Carrey helped come up with a, quote, really weird and dope story. How do you feel about that? Uh, this man, Jim Carrey, is he the closest you can get to being Jokerified in real life? I mean, he is super... He's his was he like one of the first guys to get Jokerified? Like in the nineties, like his Ace Ventura? Like he got masked. 
he got maskified. I mean, the being the mask is like the original being Jokerified. Even, right. Even though the Joker existed before the mask. I, we need a mask too. The Joker was an independent entity. You didn't turn into the Joker, but now anybody can. It's like a virus. It's like it a is, curse, dude. It is. So this is a pre-quill. Get it? Because it's like, uh, you know. Um, oh my God. And that... Uh, he noted that Jim Carrey spearheaded the story that, fe- that focuses on Robotnik, noting that it is really weird and dope. And um, it is important to point out that he doesn't have a writing credit, but it was his story outline that turned into the script. So, okay. I, I, sure. I, I, maybe it was like a union thing why he couldn't get a credit for it or whatever. I don't care. But okay, if you tell me Jim Carrey wrote it, I'll believe it. Remember when Jim Carrey was doing political art like a while back? <laughs> Dude, I would love if he drew a Sonic comic in that style. Like of his of his painting of like Trump like uh, in a diaper or whatever the fuck. Dude, I get I'm it is somewhat pretty amazing that Jim Carrey is actively into fucking Eggman. Like cuz he's like he's committed to this character. This is to him, this is like how he's going to play out the rest of his career. This is like his farewell tour. Do you think like he's do you think he's like thinking like uh, Eggman's like Trump? I'm going to I'm going to own Trump <laughs> by doing this awesome Eggman impression. I think it's deeper than that, Alan. It's the fucking, um, it's the military industrial complex. It's, it's, it's just beautiful. It okay. Is. It's, it's, it runs deeper than you, than you're implying. Now there's this really cool. Now what about this picture of Trump, uh, bathing? He made this beautiful painting of Trump, uh, bathing in a, uh, big, he looks like a poison swamp from dark souls that he's bathing in. And it says sewage contaminated politics. Explosure may cause is illness. And he's uh, just bathing in this big, uh, dump dump yard swamp of poison. Isn't that pretty good? Seems pretty good. Pretty huh? Good. Uh, what do you think the story's going to be about since he loves Eggman so much? Oh shit. What was the last thing that Jim Carrey wrote? Was he in, uh, did he write did he, number did 23? Did he write anything? Did he write number 23? Yeah, did he? It's going to be about Sonic recognizing the number 23. Maybe that's what happened to Eggman, and that's why he became a crazy supervillain, guys. He got number... Tw- oh, my... Is getting number 23, like, becoming the Joker? <laughs> oh, I don't... Alan, if you keep... If we keep talking about this movie, we'll have to just wind up talking about it. <laughs> uh, do you think it's more like becoming the Riddler? I mean, Rid- watching it. Do you think it's more like becoming the Riddler? Well, the Riddler is uh, posting online too much. That's kind of what Jim Carrey's doing. <laughs> when you do when you doom scroll too much you turn into the damn riddler the riddler the riddler is always talking about freaking hell world man <laughs> yeah it yeah, would be exactly. really it would be really funny if the riddler is like a gritty guy <laughs> like he's just like batman yes. fucked around and found out <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah that would be pretty funny yeah that'd be so awesome uh he's like he's like he's like i'm antifa i'm fighting batman that would be okay. pretty fun do you know what the fucking character... Do you know... Okay, the number 23. Do you know what the main... We have, we're going to have to watch this fucking movie, Alan. Okay, I I, I, um, I think we should, probably. Do you know what the main character's name is? It, it's got to be something stupid. It's Walter Sparrow. <laughs> Who, boy. And the, he also... He plays a dual role. So he plays two characters. An acting tour de force, if you will. What's, guess what his other character is called? I'm looking at it right now. This is unfortunate. Detective Fingerling. <laughs> Detective Fingerling. I guess we're watching the number 23 now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm signing us up for this duty. Yeah, that's going to happen. Joel oh. Schumacher, rest in peace, dude. Dan- Danny Houston plays Dr. Miles Phoenix. 
Fuck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what? That's that's pretty good. Uh, Agatha Pink Sparrow. These are some insane names. Robin Sparrow is his son. Come on. God. Come on. Who wrote this? And his son is played by Percy Jackson. What the fuck? You're the Olympian? The Olympians? Oh, man. Percy fucking Jackson, dude. Uh, also, D'Artagnan in, uh, in fucking uh, Three Musketeers? Wait, the the uh, Paul W.S. Anderson one? Uh, yeah, the 2011 one. I've always meant to watch that. That came out around... He turned his wife into... He turned his wife into... Uh, the French Harley Quinn. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I, you know what? I can't. I can't be mad. It had a Mads Mikkelsen in it, by the way. What the Mads hey, Mikkelsen was the I, bad guy in that. Fuck! Really? I think he was. Is he the bad guy? Or is he a musketeer? Are you thinking of the crimes of Grindelwald or whatever? What is the new one called? Uh the the secrets of Dumbledore. What are his secrets? What are his secrets? I think his secret is that like he um is that like his brother was secretly a different guy or something. I tried I listened to I listened to the Shrieking Shack, great podcast, and I've listened to them talk about what's going on, what happened in those in those fucking movies, but absolutely none of it stuck with me. Because those those yeah, grin- those movies are worse than the books, like by far. And the books are very bad, and I barely remember them. Yeah. Um Literally everything like post book five, I just remember is like them talking about snogging too much. And because I was like 10, there was a lot of snogging discussion. I was so um, sick of snogging because there's also that fucking book that came out that was like Angus thongs and snogging or something that like all the, oh, they're like all <laughs> the snogging that like, it was like, that's like what all the girls, like when I was in like fifth grade read, I'm like, I'm sick of hearing about snogging. <laughs> uh, I, I guess in my time. It was uh, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants movie dropped, so they were all reading that. I was like, "Yeah, I'm kind of a. I'm already reading Essie Hinton's The uh, Outsiders. I'm a bit of a little genius." See, I I was I was doing reading the same thing. Dune. I was doing ninth this, grade. I was doing the same thing, but like in middle school, I was just like, "I'm reading all of, every H.G. H.G. Wells and Jules Verne book. I'm I'm going to right. read all of these because I want to learn about the center of the earth, where all the mole men yeah, live." Now you're a hollow earth person. Now I'm a hollow earth person because I watched King Kong. He went down there and w- found the, and found the magic ax. Do you think Jules Verne would have been into that? Oh, oh, can you imagine Jules Verne would love this shit? Are you kidding me? Yeah. That guy just wanted to see something Kong crazy. Versus Godzilla. Man, if you get, you know, that thing where you're like, Oh, you know, like a peasant couldn't eat a Dorito without dying. Jules Verne would have came his pants. If he saw like, <laughs> if he saw a frame My of hope- even like the most mid video game. Oh my god. You're telling me that ape is going on an adventure and he's friends with that little girl? Yeah. Uh, my word. You're you're telling me this man he's he's going to fight chaos. <laughs> the very concept itself? Good lord. I don't know why I made him British. He's French, right? I don't care. Sacre bleu. Jules Verne is. Jules Verne's French, right? And then uh H.G. Wells is British. I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Alan Moore just run mushes them all together and leave extraordinary gentlemen. So I don't really know who's what anymore. But anyway, um, speaking, of, I don't even know what's who's what anymore. Um, you know, they've had Sonic and tails as VTubers in Japan. Tails has an, an English VTuber debut that just happened the other day. 
He's a VTuber now. He's got Tails Tube. Wait, 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 wait. This is real. That's not a joke. That's that. Wait, did you not see this, Russ? I heard people talk about it, specifically you and Alex, but I did not know. Colleen O'Shaughnessy, Colleen O'Shaughnessy is going to host a weekly Tails VTuber stream called Tails Tube, where she talks about Sonic stuff as Tails. That's wow. That's pretty cool. I mean, honestly, that's a really great. First of all, it gets voice actors some more work, which fantastic voice actors should be become, should become VTubers because they're professional voice actors. And you know, it makes sense. Right. Right. Um, and that's a great thing to do. Like in between games and movies and stuff is it's, you know, it's, you have them just go stream fucking, uh, you know, monkey ball or something for a couple of weeks and then good. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. They should do that. They should tails get fucked up. They should have tails stream Elden ring is what I want to see. As Tails the entire time. <laughs> I'm going with the Does they have a good relationship with Bandai Namco? Eh, I don't know. Russ, I got a tood this week. Oh my god. And this is a little bit of... I got a tood from the Archie Sonic uh, Comics universe. And I'm going to give you a name, and I think you'll probably be able to guess at least a general g- idea of what the guy looks like. Colin Kintobor. Oh my god. Apollo? Colin. Colin Kintobor. Well, okay, he's obviously part of the Kintobor line, which was what it, Robotnik was. Correct. He's a human. Is this an Archie character, or yeah, is it a... Yep, this is an Archie. Does he look like Dr. Eggman, but nice? Or is he like a... Who... <laughs> what was that Terminator lady we saw that you that was the last dude? Oh, the, the robot lady? The, uh... uh what, what? It, was a, it was a robot made by Eggman. A... Colin Kintobor <laughs> um, is uh, he kind of looks like if Eggman had like a jock brother, he's got like kind of like a he's he's got like, <laughs> yo, this fucking guy, he's got kind of like a square jaw and he's wearing like a weird like spaceman Jetson outfit. And uh, he's the father of Snively. Did you know that this guy fucks <laughs> in game with that? God damn, dude. Uh, and he's one of the ranking, the ranking generals of the Overlander army during the great war. Um, he, this is really weird when they were on. Uns- so like, okay, after the war's end, Colin led his people on a journey through outer space in search of a new planet to call their own. When they were unsuccessful, Colin and the Overlanders returned to Mobius. By that point in time, Eggman, a version of Dr. Ivo Robotnik from another universe had replaced his late brother, though only Mobians were aware of this. Colin, unaware of Eggman's schemes, took his people to Robotropolis to live in the safety of his brother's city, but then realized that his brother was trying to roboticize all the Overlanders after they were poisoned by the city's radiation. Um, Colin attempted to punch Eggman, only to be roboticized by coming in contact with him. Uh, And now he is a frozen roboticized statue uh, that sat in Station Square until it was nuked. Whoa, that's metal, dude. Is that a Ken Penders joint? Yes. Yes, it is wow. a Ken Fender's joint. He was created wow. in his script for Tales of the Great War. Um, but, oh, actually, okay. He was created for this, but he was not introduced until Sonic the Hedgehog number 72, which was written by Car- Carl Bowlers. Um, so, that's very weird. You go to space, and then you come back, and you think it's your brother, but uh, it's not your brother. It's his alternate version of him from another universe, <laughs> and he's also a robot now, and he's turning you into a robot. And now you're That's a statue. That's what we call X-Men problems. We call 
that is X-Men problems. Um, God damn it. Also, his, his son Snively does not look like him at all. No. His, his son Snively has like a light bulb head and a big, big pointy nose. Who was his wife? We don't, yeah, who is his wife? Who? Miriam Day. Huh. She died after giving birth to Snively, which may have contributed to his eventual resentment of his son. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. No, I just want to read my comic about Sonic fighting robots. What the fuck, dude? This is weird. This is, it, it's fucked up. There's also, his, evil vibes coming from this comic. Also, his, uh, his fate of becoming like a robot statue that just sat in Station Square until it was nuked. That's pretty, that's pretty fucked up. Um, Do it, bro. Him along with Professor up, bro. Professor Cheddarmund. Have you <laughs> what? Look at Professor Cheddarmund. He was he was one of the guys that went to space with Colin, and he also got turned into a statue and then then nuked. He had uh he had glasses that had like scrolling text on them, like some sort of like uh, watchdog guy. Fucked up, fucked up. Also fucked up that Eggman had to roboticize everybody because they would have died of radiation poisoning otherwise. Um. We should, we really need to go read. I need, to, I need somebody to tell me what's the fucked up run of, of Sonic comics. And so that way I can just read those. I just want to read the most fucked up ones. <laughs> I'll read the IDW ones, the coherent, normal person ones. And you can read the fucked up ones and we'll just meet in the middle. We'll yeah. See I wanna, where, we'll see. I want to, I'll start. And then, yeah, hopefully we'll meet around like the Ken Penders, Echidna uh, era. Hopefully. God. Yeah. I've always meant to read that shit, even though I know I'll hate it. Yeah. It'll be very bad. Um, you know what I really want to do? I want like Alan Moore to do like uh, Twilight of the Superheroes, but for Sonic, the Sonic Comics universe. <laughs> they did it. They had a like a uh, like a time skip version of uh oh, yeah, they did. the Sonic. They did Light Mobius, where everything was good at the end. Basically, we're like, yep, we beat Eggman and everything's happy, and we all have kids now. Except not everything's not all that great. I think. I think some stuff is right. still bad. Some like bad. There's a bad future villain. I, marriage is tough, you know. And divorced Sonic sounds so cursed it sounds so bad so i mean he would obviously be divorced because he's got to go fast <laughs> that's um, true this is cool um i just saw somebody post this on twitter um somebody was playing wordle on a skull like uh a thousand years ago um look at this look at this alan real quick by the way can we have a mini tude yeah what's a mini tude um do you know what uh in the light mobius uh uh limited series where Sonic the Hedgehog marries uh, Princess Sal Sally. Yeah. He becomes King Sonic Hedgehog. Not Sonic, King Sonic the Hedgehog. He becomes King Sonic Hedgehog. Okay. Fucking shit. Um, and then it, he marries Queen Sally Acorn. Can you guess what the names of his two children are? It, isn't it like Manic and, and, and Sonia or something? I know. We must have talked about this before. Fucking A, <laughs> I don't like it. I, I think that's make funny. Make it stop. I think that's funny. I think it's Sonya and Manic is pretty funny. Uh, that is weird, though, that, like, this is, like, some sort of, like, weird La Brea time twist thing where, like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like my, my kids got thrown back in time through a time hole, and now they're my, my siblings in the past in this other show. Um, Fuck. That's pretty cool. Um, wow. Interesting. What's up with this? Did you see this word skull that I sent? I don't understand what this is. It's like a, a, a 16th century German oath skull, a human skull, which defendants swore their oath in Vemic courts engraved 
with the magical Roman satyr square, mysterious palindromic word squares found across the Roman world. So it was just like palindrome. What? Huh? They it's did ancient, you know, it's like Alan Moore. It's like magic. This is like words word are magic. magic. They did like a, they did like a Sudoku, but of words somehow like of letters <laughs> and they put it on a skull, but you know, what's in the middle tenant. <laughs> Chris, Nolan, you did it again. You slick bastard. God damn it. This son of a bitch. You closed the damn loop. Um, man, that's pretty sick. Um, I should become, I should become like that guy off Instagram that had all those human skulls. <laughs> remember that one? <laughs> remember the Instagram guy that had all those human skulls? And he's like, listen, oh, it's Alan, not I illegal. Never forget. It's not illegal. I didn't, I didn't uh, <laughs> buy these illegally. I got them from a place. Yes. They're probably taken from India in a big mudslide like 50 years ago or something, but it's fine because I didn't get in trouble with the cops when I did it. If it was illegal, the cops would have stopped me. Right. So they didn't. And it's there- okay. Uh, and- uh, I will say I did. It is a weird feeling because I went, I want a one of these like YouTube uh, guys who designs aquariums or whatever. He went, he, I watched like a video the other day. Like I kind of was half paying attention to it where like, he was like, yeah, I'm going across Florida to buy different snakes. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I'm starting at the top and going down and getting any damn snake I can get my hands on. But I'm wondering if it's like, is there a state you can go to where you're like, I'm just going to pick up every skull I can get my hands on here. I mean, yeah, I mean, so like, I know, I know all the states that have like the, where you can like own every pet, like Florida. Uh, not anymore though. So the problem with Florida is that you <laughs> used to be able to own every pet and then people did. And then they let them loosen the swamps. And now you're not allowed to own a lot of pets. Now the swamps are a literal Miyazaki swamp. Now. Well, no, <laughs> literally like Argentine tegus. You're not allowed to own in Florida anymore because people were just letting those go. And they're just like six foot long lizards that are just running around in, in Florida. Now, uh, reticulated pythons, Burmese pythons, iguanas, uh, basilisks, uh, that, yeah, the basilisks from dark souls one, they give you the curse status. They're back. They're in the, they're in the sewer. Now they're going to get you. Uh, Florida's fucked up like that, but you know, so sick. It's a sick state. I can't, a, I cannot deny that it, it is awesome. Look, you know, first of all, look, I know the don't, the don't say gay stuff is really bad, but we really need to sort out these, uh, these tegu laws first before I get it, before I <laughs> yeah. handle any of that. <laughs> I mean, that's number one on your priority list. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming one of those YouTubers. It's like, this is going to ruin the, the reptile hobby, uh, not being able to ship yeah. these. These giant yeah, they need to speed up the lines at damn Disney World. That's true too. (laughs) That's kind of what I think they need to fix first. Yeah, we need to fix we need to fix Genie. Uh, Can you? Yeah, we gotta fix the Genie. Can can we get the governor? Can we get Governor DeSantis to fix Genie, please? Pass something to to fix Genie. Um, That's so funny. I mean, that is essentially like what most Americans want. Is they're just like, I don't want to wait in line anymore, and I don't want to pay more gas at the pump. I don't care about anything I else want in the an world. App to fix my problems, even though they never do, and they only make my life worse. <laughs> I don't. The entire the rest of the world can burn. I don't care. I just need to have. I just need to have my treats delivered on time, and I need to not wait in line at Disney. Please. Fuck dude. But you know what? I want my treats on time too. <laughs> so I get it. When my, when they take away my Mexican pizza, I get sad. <laughs> that, that that was a bad day. That was that was that, that could, was the worst day of COVID for me. 
The worst thing of COVID was the Mexican pizza going away. You were having a great time, like just being indoors, working on puzzles, making sourdough bread. Yeah. And then the Mexican Mexican pizza, you said, this isn't the country that I know anymore. Yeah. I started, I, I go to Taco Bell and I put a, I, I put a Joe Biden. I did this sticker uh, on, <laughs> on the menu, on the menu next to where the Mexican pizza used to be. Which is funny because they, they replaced it and they put the uh, naked chicken chalupa there and they're like, Oh, Oh, Joe hey. Biden came up with that? <laughs> Joe Biden could never come up with the naked chicken chalupa. Hey, okay. man. Hey, Jack. You know, back in our day, we didn't have no shells. You just ate chicken straight <laughs> with the lettuce on the chicken. Man, do you think Joe Biden's ever had a taco in his life? <laughs> uh, fuck. That is a great question. Uh, maybe, like, Obama, like, tricked him into eating one. <laughs> or maybe, maybe he had, like, a slightly more benign version of the, uh, uh, the Vince McMahon eating a burrito, but not knowing what he was eating story. Like, just like, Hey man, I don't know what this flat bread is wrapping around the spiced meat, but man, I gotta eat. This he probably thought it was like, it. he, he probably only knows he, I think Joe Biden's only aware of like races that he encountered in Delaware as a kid. So he's like, Hey, yo, some, <laughs> did some Greek make this? Okay. It's pretty good. Hey, Whoa. Yeah. Do you think, uh, they make a choco taco ice cream. What the hell's a taco? I'll try it though. Jack. It's either that or he thinks that everything Mexican is a taco. Like that's that that's, that's where a, <laughs> yeah. man he gets served fucking uh He gets like it's like a it's like a plate of rice and beans or something and he's like, mmm, taco, I love it. Like, <laughs> man, it's one of those tacos without the shell, man. It's br- It's one of those uh, um, I, I order it without the shell because I'm trying to save on calories, Mac. <laughs> Dr. Jill Dr. Jill says I'm not allowed to have any more grains. I'm I'm gluten so intolerant. Awesome. So uh, awesome, dude. So cool. I do you think if he uh, the thing is like I don't know if he, I can't imagine Joe Biden eating like spicy food is the thing. <laughs> I think he ate chili once back in the seventies and went my palate man ain't can't it can't handle that stuff, Jack. Well, the thing is, I think if Joe Biden ate spicy food, it would either be one of two things: he would just be completely unfazed because like he doesn't have like the spice receptors in his tongue anymore. <laughs> he's like a bird at this point. Yeah, he's like a bird. He's <laughs> just like it's like. Like, uh, I, I, them, them plants are trying to trick me with, with their, uh, capsaicin uh, glands. Ain't going to work on me, Jack. <laughs> so pimp, yeah. Or, or, or he would like get, become like a cartoon. Like, uh, like he, like he would turn red and steam would shoot out of his ears. It's going to be one of the two things. Oh yeah. I also can't see Trump ever eating spicy food. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because with him though, he doesn't want to eat spicy food because he doesn't want to sweat. And he doesn't want to look foolish. <laughs> and he's afraid that if he eats spicy food, he'll look foolish. That's true. Because he would, he, he would, if he ate spicy food, he would just have to like pretend like, mm, this isn't, isn't spicy to me at all. Actually. It's, it's uh, a Buffalo wild wings. It gets the burger. Well, he, he would never eat wings. With his, this is the, this is, the, this is how you know Trump doesn't eat pussy. He would never eat wings. That's the, oh my, that's true. You got me. He's there. like, I don't want to get my hands. Di- I don't want to get my hands dirty. You truly are trying to come for a, uh, Ben Shapiro job because you just own me with facts and logic. Yeah, well, see, here's the thing: my facts and logic is entirely <laughs> built around what foods are like performing cunnilingus. <laughs> You're the expert on it. Listen, you, you you write what you know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, speaking of which, oh, instead of our plug segment, I'm gonna remind people to uh, rate and review on iTunes, and uh, and uh, if you leave a review, you might get it read on the show, like this one uh, from Banshee Neat a year ago um, that I just, because we never checked the reviews on iTunes, but we uh, told people to review a year ago. So lovely and polite, a very lovely couple. The dynamic is so happy and polite. Teresa and Travis's laugh is like hearing melted gold. 
love learning history and manners, love edutainment podcasts. And this year's a podcast that got me into them. Learning while laughing is such a good feeling. And the McElroy's always deliver. Thank you. Yeah, no, I agree. And um, I don't know if Schmanners has been canceled or it probably has been, but whatever Travis McElroy's new show is, check it out. You know, that's my plug for the week. Yeah, he's got like 20 of them. So like, just check them out. <laughs> yeah, you'll well, listen to the Doctor Who one where he like talked about a Dalek once, maybe. Well, hey, look, you, you wanted to hear more of Russ talking about Doctor Who? Just listen to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's another white guy with a beard. We're all the same. It's not going to be that much more. Now, Russ, you well. should you should dye your hair purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get I'll think, paint some of my fingernails. Wow, you'll be you'll be such an ally to me if you would if you did that, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> you might be my friend at some point. Yeah, I might. You you would be such an ally that I would just be so impressed. <laughs> We're oh we're not friends we're allies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing is it's I'm like joining a covenant with you right now. It's like wow, thank you, yeah, thank you. I feel so awesome. I finally feel safe. I finally <laughs> feel feel safe now that you look like Travis McElroy. <laughs> wow, my whole life, you know, Russ, I I didn't know how to feel about you up to this point, you know, but now I think I, I think I can trust this guy. He's Look at now. Fingernails. Now that you're making it painfully obvious that you're really trying to think that you're th- to make gay people think you're cool, I really trust you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that you quote Lin Manuel Miranda and they might be giant songs, you know. Now I trust you. I trust you now. Now that you're kind of like a a a like you're like a chaser, but like minus ten percent. I trust you now. <laughs> You you only you you send uh, women that you respect them <laughs> uh, DMs like just want to let you know uh, are you up now that you're DMing people talking about how important Sophie was to you as an artist <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have always like people know like this person was a trans icon oh yeah I'm always saying fictional characters are trans all the time and like every tweet you're head canning you're head canning everything is trans. I know I do it and I love doing it and I love getting the attention for it because I like uh, spreading information about the, the issues. Now, and like Travis, you are asking people to share their, uh, to share their links to, you know, their Patreons, their, uh, their GoFundMes, their OnlyFans, <laughs> you know, their, uh, you know, their, their, their throne list, their OnlyFans, um, you know, stuff like that. So awesome. What a cool dude. Is he still around? I think so. Is he among us? I mean, just a joke for the real McElroy heads. Yeah. Oh man. Look, look, I mean, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's just around. Just say something about OnlyFans, and I'm sure he'll just pop up. He wants to, he wants to know, he wants to just share it and retweet it. Not for any other reasons. <laughs> of course not. No, not for any other reasons. Um, anyway, uh, uh, oh, oh wait, I was, see, this is, uh, I'm so used to saying, I uh, got anything else to plug and uh, no uh, rate and review on iTunes. Uh, I have something to plug. What? Yeah. Fallon Wonderworld. Check it out. <laughs> you know, it's been up for a year. You know, uh, I'd still recommend paying $60 for it straight now. Well, it, even if you buy it for less than $60, can you please mail $60 to, <laughs> to Yuji Naka? And Square Enix. You should just email them. You should send, <laughs> you should pay $80 for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how I feel about it. Um, if you disagree, we'll shut, shut, shut the heck up. Well, the money you send to square um, Enix, you should watermark specifically for being against fighting chaos. Like you're like, please use this money to destroy <laughs> chaos, please. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, but only as a no. Also, you should be like, when is Balan Wonderworld two coming out? 
you uh, you should send them that every day ideally send them a letter every day uh, honestly like we're gonna <laughs> i'm trying to get a group together uh of the fanzine uh you know <laughs> can't seem to find anybody who wants to join i think they're af- too afraid i was gonna working on something else i was gonna do like a big flash mob like when people got mad about the oa being canceled on netflix <laughs> uh but it's it's just gonna be me me and you uh and a bunch of dancing animals just doing a flash mob outside of the the fucking yeah, we're gonna pay like a cirque du soleil troupe to like uh dance around us as we protest yeah yeah and our big stupid top hats it'll be great I, you know, they, the Cirque du Soleil has been hit hard by the pandemic. I'm sure it's cheaper than ever. Well, that's the thing. You know, now we're, now that we can, VTu- voice actors should become VTubers and uh, Cirque du Soleil performers and other just kind of random carny folks should become like, uh, like hireable, like, a, like on a real live version of Cameo where I can just like pay somebody to show up in a place and do like a funny dance for me. That seems like the, right. the next place the economy is going to is just like, you know uh, what? Uh, for a long time, I, I said we weren't, uh, we weren't comedians. We were journalists, but now we're no longer journalists. We're back to being comedians. You know why? Because comedians speak the truth. Yeah. They're, we're the last line of defense against, uh, bullshit. And I, I think that, uh-huh, that uh-huh. we're going to, we're going to take down, uh, this shit on fucking the Bell and Wonderworld. <laughs> Just, I don't know where I was going with this. Can you believe we live in a world where um, they drop Babylon Falls and not another ba- uh, Balan Wonderworld? Babylon Wonderworld Falls. And can you believe that Babylonian still canceled? I can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. What's that guy up to? It's now not canceled in my YouTube recommendations. I'll say that much. I'm, I'm they, very they, lucky. I'm very lucky that I don't watch enough gaming YouTube to not get his shit in my feed anymore. He's the, it does suck to have a canceled guy be the main voice for the Super Bucky Ball franchise. That's really unfortunate. I'm so glad that he didn't like latch on to Balan Wonderworld or something because I would have been so mad. <laughs> uh, maybe I need to get canceled. Just to make, just to make people care about Balan Wonderworld more. Like the guy who did a, the guy who did a, the guy who did an eight hour doc on, uh, on Balan Wonderworld went insane. He got canceled. <laughs> he did a, he did a Coney, he did Coney 2012. jerking off in public you know what okay i'm gonna we gotta get off here but you know what my favorite thing about the coney 2012 uh thing is before that whole before he had his jerk off incident he went to the movie theater with his kid and i can't oh for the life of me i can't remember what the fucking movie was um but he saw a movie and he was like yeah this is about me these these characters are talking to me about what <laughs> well, i got movie because it what was I like a do. kid's movie it wasn't shrek but it feels like the lorax it was the lorax movie it was the Lorax movie. <laughs> it was the Lorax. You're right. This 60 year old children's book. It's about me. It's about me. He's like, J- it's about me. It's Coney's Co- the Coney's the one slayer. How bad he be. <laughs> well, what is the ending of the kid's book again? It's like, don't forget. Yeah. It's like, like don't forget. Yeah. Oh man. That's so fucking cool, man. That's me. I planted the trees. I speak for the trees, man. <laughs> what? We're all the trees and I'm the damn Lorax. I'm Danny DeVito. <laughs> I forgot Danny DeVito is that. God Danny DeVito. Do you know who? Okay, so here's the fucked up thing. Do you know who the Onceler is? Ed Helms. Ed Helms was You're the right. Onceler. I forgot about That's And I know that the main character kid was uh, fucking. Zach Efron. 
Zach Efron and Taylor Swift played a character in it. I she think. was she was his uh, his love interest. I'm sure her dialogue is really smart and pithy and normal. Uh, she definitely didn't spend a day recording it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's the funny thing about Taylor Swift is like every movie she's in, whether it's Cats or this, she just kind of like swings by the studio one day, does like two lines, and then dips out. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, I've, I always forget she's in that fucking movie. She, she's in Cats. We Cats is like such a weird thing in my brain now. Like it just don't it doesn't it happened feel right anymore. It happened right before COVID, so like it kind of was like one of those movies that sort of weirdly kind of if it wasn't so bad, like nobody would remember it. Is the thing. <laughs> Because it was right, like, it was, like, beginning of 2012, or 2020, end of 2019, I think, when it came out. Like, December 2019. So, if if it wasn't so bad, they would have just got away with it. Like, nobody would remember Jimmy, it. any dots. We gotta stop, or I'm just Jimmy. gonna say their names out loud again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well... Oh, hold on. Which one was which one was James Corden again? Oh, uh, Mr... No, no. Monkastrap? What was his no, name? No, 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 no. Uh, strap. uh... It wasn't no 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 because that was uh that was Bustafer Jones Bustafer Jones is Bustafer Jones he's always bust him fucking hate I hate that motherfucker um they should do another cats movie why not they should do another one make give me more rail railway cat time <laughs> we should uh Alan if you were gonna have to spend okay this is the last thing we're wrapping up the podcast if you had to spend a night in a haunted house mm-hmm. who would you rather like so you could win a fortune. Would you rather be stuck in a haunted house with uh, the Eternals or the cats? Or the Jellicle cats. I think the Jellicle cats would be a lot more fun. That's true. You got me there. Like, cause like the, the, the Eternals are just going to be, except for Kingo. Kingo's the only one of those, of that bunch that's any fun. Um, and he's just on the anabolic steroids. So like, I don't know if that'd what be about that fun. Druig? Yeah. He's on HG, that alien HGH. Druig's going to fuck with my brain. HGH Wells. Yeah. HGH Wells, that's so fucking pimp. He should. He... That's a Rose Twitter fucking name. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty good one though. Uh, let me see if that's yeah, it. Uh, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, Druid. I don't want to hang out with Druid because one, he's the damn Joker now. I don't know if you knew that. That's he, true. He's the damn Joker now. Wait, is he the Joker now? He's the Joker in the Batman at the very end. He's like in. There's like a scene of him talking to the Riddler through like a door in Arkham Asylum, like. They have cells next to each other. Um, I mean, oh, they, he never says like, I'm the Joker, baby, or anything like that. He's just like, <laughs> I'm the Joker, baby. He's just like, is talking to him. He's like, hey, you did a good job. Uh, but like, you know, he, he's still scary and he's Druig and Druig's going to brain wipe me or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, now I might hang out with Gilgamesh because I think he like cooked something in a big pot at one point in the movie, didn't he? He made pizza. Yeah. yeah, he made pizza. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with Fatso or whatever because he's just like, oh, I did Hiroshima. <laughs> I'm doing this for my kid or whatever. I don't care. Uh, yeah. But the the Jellicle cats, like, they'll just be singing and stuff. And, like, you know, you can just you can just take Jen, Jenny Any Dots and Buster for Jones and just like, put them outside, I guess, if you want to. Or just, like, put them in a, lock them in a closet or something. Like, yeah, I don't have to put up with all these cats at once. Yeah. Okay, one thing. Are the Jellicle cats cat-sized or human-sized? Human-sized. Mm, I don't see it. I feel like one of them might try to eat me. <laughs> and it's probably going to be Buster for Jones. Oh, my God. 
He's gonna he's gonna put you in his mouth and pull you out. And you're just gonna be a skeleton after. That's my fear. But the thing is, like Buster for Jones, <laughs> if he's human sized, he can't catch up to me. Like he'll 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 just be stumbling around and stuff. I think. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Man, now I'm just imagining a Dark Souls boss that eats you and then pulls you out your skeleton out like Heathcliff. That's the, if they don't do that in Dark Souls, they should at least do it in a Cuphead boss that kills you and eats you like that. Fuck. Because I mean, if you. If you're going to do a cartoon reference like that, you might have the Cuphead guy do that instead of whatever racist stuff they're doing in Cuphead nowadays. I'm assuming it's all racist. I don't know. <laughs> just just being on the safe side. Just being on the safe side, it's a, it's it's Fleischer-based, so I'm assuming there's some weird racial element there. Um, but anyway, uh, I guess until next time, Russ. Yes, yes. Live and learn. Live and learn. Live and learn.